Hey, welcome back for another episode of the A Black Hands Podcast. Uh, this is a pretty special episode. Uh, it's a two-parter in one. So what we did is the first half of the conversation, it was the full crew, and we had a conversation around uh, Jay-Z and this whole NFL business. And I think you might want to hear the perspectives because we actually do not agree on this. Uh, and then after that, a few days later, Ray and I revisited this conversation in terms of how it impacts black kids education schools right like what should we actually be teaching our kids and how are we preparing them uh for a world that doesn't love them or often trapped in a system that doesn't love them as all either so stick around i think you're gonna enjoy it all right let's get to the show we want better schools we want them now stand in our way and you'll catch these eight black hands with Ankrum, Cole, El Mecky, and Stewart. Join us now for an hour or more of talk on education and culture. Welcome back to the A Black Hands podcast. I am with the amazing six other hands. Uh, just to so we can jump right into it. You got Chris, you got Sharif, and you got Ray. And one of the big topics that's just on everybody's mind right now is this whole thing with Jay-Z and the NFL. And uh, there seems to have been a lot of talk about it. There seems to have been um, uh, just a lot of conversation. And we wanted to know what the brothers felt. So with that being said, I'm going to actually throw it to Sharif because Sharif and I were talking about this before we came back from tour. And we never make Sharif host to do any work. So we wanted to make Sharif actually (laughs) let us know what the issue is so we can jump into this discussion. Yeah, so recently Jay-Z is now going to, uh, he has a partnership with the National Football League, NFL. And there's a lot of, you know, back and forth about whether, you know, whether this pushes the the banner of social justice issues forward. Does it help or does it hinder? How how does uh, Cap, Colin Kaepernick fit into all of this and his uh, his exclusion? from being able to uh, to work because of his stance on on uh, social justice issues, particularly uh, black people being gunned down in the street by his, uh, state-sanctioned violence. And, you know, so that, that's what the conversation is. Like, you know, there are, there's a whole lot of, of, you know, back and forth of whether Jay-Z is doing the right thing, whether it, or is this all business? And he's, you know, uh, marketing his brand and tying it into the NFL as a billionaire with other billionaires. And so that's what, that's what the conversation is about. And that's what a lot of folks are, have, you know, issues pro and con. So, so Charles, Charles, you started off. I'm sure you're going to have some far out crazy shit to say about it. Nah, I just, I just had more, I had more questions than comments, man. I actually, mm-hmm. cause I think a lot of people have been coming at Jay-Z. Like my, my thing is this, I actually don't have really strong thoughts either way yet. Cause I haven't read everything. I don't know what the deal looked like. I don't know if he becomes owner, what he's going to do. I don't know what his plan is, but my question to everybody that was kind of saying he was a sellout or all these think pieces or whatever the case is, when I know there was a whole bunch of people tweeting about how they were boycotting the NFL but watching it every Sunday or it's easy to it's easy to boycott the NFL if you never watch football in the first place the question that I had was let's look at what this brother has done in the last 24 months and my thing is if anybody deserves the benefit of the doubt 
Would that not be Jay Z? Let's 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 run down the list. The Khalif Browder work that he did, helping Meek Mill get out of jail, trying to reform uh, um, our jail system and prison time and stuff like that, working on the Rockefeller drug laws. I mean, this dude has really been putting his money where his mouth is. And my my one question was, actually, I had a few questions. My one question was, if anybody deserves the benefit of the doubt, one, isn't that Jay Z? Two. If this was Beyonce at the head of it, I don't know if it'd be the same amount of heat because she is like, you know, she's the queen right now. Uh, uh, Beyonce, uh, Beehive, I've said nothing bad about Beyonce. Don't come for me. And then three, my thing, my other question would be also, at what point can people start making money with the NFL again? So Eric Reed had a lot to say to Jay-Z, but he still plays in the NFL. Also, didn't Colin Kaepernick accept an amount of money I thought that like that was at I w- that was the end of the boycott when he accepted money and then things were kind of like moving forward. So again, uh, some of this is ignorance and this is not me feigning and saying that Jay-Z is not wrong. I might get more information and be like, oh, he is tripping. But my thing is we're so quick with Twitter fingers and being on social media warriors and all that stuff. And if I put up what most people have done in the last few years for black people versus what he has done, um, I... I just didn't think it was a fair assessment. That that's 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 all. I just wanted to just kind of wait and just kind of see and ask some questions first. Chris, yeah, I know you uh, were in a in a in a loud place, but you can talk now. Well, thank you, thank you uh, for that. <laughs> I appreciate. Well, no, I was just saying, Listen, brother. I know you um, could, you needed us to wait to throw it to you. That's all. I know. So, you still there, Sharif? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'll jump in. So, if Chris says something crazy, it didn't. It, it didn't get picked up. But go ahead and say it again. Try again, Chris. All right. So, what I was gonna say was, it's not me. It's your Zoom, Charles. Nah, it's Chris. It's Chris's thing is red. He's, but he's at a hotel, so it's all good. Go ahead, uh, Sharif, and I might just have to just call Chris in too, and y'all are both would just be on the phone. Yeah, I mean, I I kind of agree with you. I mean, I don't know a whole lot about you know what's happening, um, you know, behind the scenes or the you know the NFL. I, I saw uh, Eric Reed's re- response. I saw um, I think Cap said something. You know, I mean, basically Jay Z was quoted as saying like, you know, we're beyond kneeling. It's time for action or something to that effect. I'll try to find the, um, the exact quote. Um, I know Cap, you know, said something of the effect of like, nah, we're still, you know, the folks who are still kneeling, we're still doing that. Like there are a couple of brothers in the NFL who are still, um, you know, protesting and, and taking a stance, a public stance in that, in that way, um, you know, during the NFL games. And, and just, I, I thought, uh, you know, what's her name? Jamel? Yeah, Jamel Hill. Yeah. Like she wrote a, uh, my favorite line that she put in her article, and I'll read it to you. She basically said, fortunately for Ross and other owners, um, Jay-Z gave the NFL what it wanted, a blank slate. Jay-Z is an iconic figure, and it would be a shame if this partnership changed how people think of him. But I've also learned this about the NFL, and this is the piece that I like. I've also learned this about the NFL. Football is the NFL's primary business, but chess is the game it plays best. Mm -hmm. 
And so this idea like, you know, that they're going to invest more in social justice. This is the same league that's mad that people are kneeling. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah. And they, and they, yeah, they, the amount of money that I read, you know, months ago about like what they were uh, willing to invest in, in social justice issues with the players coalition and stuff. It was a massive amount, like jaw dropping amount. And they were also angry about people kneeling. Right. And so it was just like, you know, how much are they going to try to say like, you can do this or you can't do that. Or this is the social justice issues that make us happy. And, you know, and, and we'll see, you know, I, did y'all see Kaepernick's uh, video for his, uh, the third year, um, anniversary of him being out or starting the protest? No. What, what, yeah, what was, was I can go find it and power. play it, but what, what 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 was in there? I mean, it was basically just, it was showing a lot of the parents and family members of people who've been gunned down. Um, most of these people who, who gunning black folks down are found innocent if they're not charged at all. Mm. Um, and, you know, he was just, you know, capturing, it was capturing a lot of uh, families, just statements about, about things, as well as uh, some of the, the, the grotesque images of, of our, our people basically being lynched by, you know, in another way. Chris, you back? I'm back. You can hear me? Yeah. All right. So what I was trying to say before I had some issues there uh, was that really all I care about this is what our kids think, what they learn when they watch these type of things go down. And you have like a protest element on one side trying to raise kind of social consciousness. You have real capitalist element on the other side. And I just think it's interesting how this might play out. I think Jay-Z is very wealthy, very connected, um, has the upper hand, probably will be the one who could teach more when kids watch this. Um, because he's got a lot of money in the upper hand in this situation. And people like Kalernick and, and, and Eric Reed and others are probably not in the position to command as much of the public attention on their consciousness part of this. I think that's a problem. I really feel like it's a problem. There's a bigger problem, I think, at play that none of y'all can agree with, though, which is that, that, that hip-hop has been sick for a long time. Oh, my goodness. It's been sick. It's been sick for a very long time. It's been the wrong teacher. It's been teaching the wrong nonsense. And and honestly, it's hard for me because I when as an adult listening to the music, I don't catch it while I'm listening to it. I only catch it when I have to turn it down and turn it off because my kids have walked in the room and how often I have to do that. Right? Like I, they can't listen to the same thing I could listen to. Right? Well, well there's something wrong with that. Right? It's teaching all the wrong language. Right? I mean, no. That, listen, man. You don't. You you don't get to do that on hip hop. And let me just say this: the, from the beginning of hip hop, there's been you, there's a whole bunch of different. I ain't, and I'm not saying nuance or nothing. There's a whole. You get to choose who you listen to, right? Like, there's always people kicking knowledge, and there's always people kicking destruction. Like, so let's so let's just be fair, right? Like, if you you can listen to J Cole, like you can listen to Kendrick Lamar, you can. There's a whole bunch of people like Talib Kweli. You can listen to Lupe Fiasco that are like, I mean, Andre 3000, mm-hmm. it's some real stuff in there. So, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, you know, and, and at the same time, KRS was rocking, man. There was also somebody that was there just rocking for the party too, right? So, that I, you know, Flavor Flav did crack on the, in a video, fam, like in the same era that you're talking about. So, and you remember this, I'm, I'm sure, right? Was that not destructive? 
I mean, listen, I'm not, you know, if you, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, you, you cherry pick. There's a mix. I'm just saying the mix has gotten a little bit more ignorant and stupid over time. No. Like you just, you just mentioned. Yeah, is it the same balance as before? Yeah, listen, it's man, it's more people. people. It's just, because like, like it's more whole, people. Listen, listen, listen. listen. Y'all, y'all old man sleeping at the, cl- at the cloud right now. House, if I tell my kids in this house, we don't call people niggas. Okay. We don't, we don't call women bitches. We don't call them hoes. We don't talk about them like they're ATMs. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about them as if their their bodies are just money makers. We don't walk around bragging and boasting about how we've got so many bitches and and cars. But that's and not all, all rap. That, but that's not all rap. No, 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 no. you gonna you gonna do the you gonna do that. You know, not all white people are racist things. Nah, right that's now. not what I'm doing. No, I, I'm doing I, as a hip hop as somebody who listens to Trump. significantly more hip hop than you. I'm just saying that's not all hip hop. Are you are you trying to listen to hip hop with children in your room that you are responsible for not poisoning? There's a lot of there's a ton. Do you of have that experience? Yes, there's a ton, a ton, a ton of hip hop access to that builds. Asking you, I'm asking you if you have like Cirrus Radio and you're having to turn over at times and say, okay, we're gonna turn that channel. Okay, well, we're not gonna listen to that right now. I'll listen to that one by myself, but no, we're not acting to the backseat of the car right now. You ain't gonna listen to that. Are you having that experience? Because then I think it starts to feel like, like you get to know how much of it there actually is, nah, right? No, you. But you, you get talking to, about you get to hear and feel how much of it is. I don't know. Like I said, man. I, 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 as, as, okay. as a hip, I, I mean, hip-hop, I, I want to make sure Ray can get week, in too. Next week, listen to hip hop. Listen to hip hop for the next week and turn it off every time somebody gets called a nigga. A bitch, I don't, talks I, about I don't, money. I don't listen to the radio. I haven't listened to the radio in years. So, and it's a lot of people that don't listen okay. to the radio. What have you listened to? What have you listened to? What, I, what do you listen to? I go to iTunes or Spotify yeah. and I listen to the people okay. or the playlist that I put together and I choose who okay. I listen to. So, like, it's a lot of people sure that don't listen play, to the radio. The radio has always played BS. It's the radio has always okay. played bullshit. Like, so, like, if we talking about hip hop, like, I, I, all I'm saying. Is Somebody and I and I get that. Like, listen, folks like to come in and say like this this era versus this era and all that stuff, man. It's been ignorant stuff the entire time, and it's been dope stuff and like enlightening stuff the entire time. Like, I just like all I'm saying is you get to choose what you listen to. You ain't gotta ever play serious in your car. Plug in your aux cord or use Bluetooth because you got that brand new. You got that van. You know what I'm saying? We talked about that van with all the perks, right? Like, and you can play like some of the dope. You can play some dope stuff. You jealous of the van? You jealous of the mini? I'm not jealous of the mini van. At all, not even a little bit. I told you the minivan just is like, oh, this is it's over for me. That's what that means. It's like now I just live to death. Uh, but Ray, brother, let's bring you in, man. What 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 are your thoughts on this whole situation? Because from the East Coast, what is he gonna know about hip hop? But, not, but bring first off, first off, we wasn't having a conversation about hip hop. You kind of like took us on a red hair and went down a whole different path. We talking about okay. this situation with Jay Z and, and and is this bad or not? Is he a sellout or not? Is this able to move the cost forward or not right and so it sounds like ray got some got some, got some key thoughts over there so and he did a good job of being quiet so we're gonna we're gonna reward ray, ray. <laughs> so, so uh first person first and foremost i want to uh i want to shout out colin kaepernick for his activism uh he was a hero at a time in which he didn't have to be um, he put it all on the line in terms of uh, voiding the last year of his contract and he took, he took a risk on his ability. Uh, and unfortunately for him, it didn't pay off the way that he wanted it to pay off. But I think that, you know, it, what he did and the sacrifice that he made uh, is, is monumental. I think it's epic. I think it's dope. I think it's like Muhammad Ali-esque um, type sacrifice. 
Um, shout out to Eric Reed. I, I think that's his fraternity brother. They're both Kappas. Um, and they both made huge sacrifices. Fortunately for Eric Reed, he's back in the league. But he still held true to what he was doing. He's still protesting. Um, also, shout out to Malcolm Jenkins, my frat brother, Omega Sapphire, Ohio State, um, for the work. That's that, that frat that tried to recruit me. Yeah, yeah, that frat. Um, in terms of what he's doing with social justice or whatever, you know. But like in terms of Jay Z, and that's the topic that we're talking about today. I I think that Hove is an opportunist. Um, there's nothing that's that's telling me that his support for Meek and his support for uh, all the other social justice things that he's done was not the build up to this. Like, there's nothing telling me that um, that it wasn't. So I think in a, in the scheme of things, like once you get yourself to 500 million and to a billion, you think differently than than someone that's not on that level. And the way that he's thinking now, he's thinking like a billionaire. He's not thinking about somebody from the Marcy Project or whatever. Like he's beyond that now. That's so, and so unfair. Now, Go ahead, brother. I, mean, I said, I said that's so unfair, man. Like, like these the things that he's done with Khalif Browder and like Meek Mill and all these people, bro. Like that's, bro, it's it's so many other things he could have did to go and make money, man. Like, I, I, I it's just crazy how we just erase that dude and like. And like make all his stuff nefarious now. Like so, I, I so, just, so, I, I feel so you. Let me, but. let me stop. Let me let me stop you, right? Because like I've never really been a whole fan. I'm a Nas fan. That, so I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna put that out there. I like Nas more um, too. <laughs> and so you know, I, I mean, like you, you're you're absolutely right. Like he he definitely should be. He shouldn't be knocked off his pedestal because he has done some amazing things for the community, and he continues to do amazing things for the community. So I get that. But like you can't in one breath say. Um, after the NFL, you know, whatever, whatever, I'm with Cap, you know, whatever, whatever, show up on Saturday Night Live, be with Cap, whatever, and now you ain't with Cap. Like, how is Cap benefiting from this? So if so, I, I saw I saw okay. a tweet from somebody oh, ahead, who said like, if, I, I saw a tweet from somebody that said like, I retweeted it. Uh, if Jay Z like opened a private prison, I would be like, well, at least he he at least it's him. Right. And I think that's pretty interesting. Like, like it is kind of true. Like he did a little bit in the last two years. Yeah, okay. Okay. That doesn't mean you just get to get away with anything after that and not face the like scrutiny of doing something so monumentally capitalist as interest against a very racist league that still has very racist practices every single day. That is still up until like last year facing some some pretty significant kind of like challenges in into the ownership. It's whatever. And it has somebody like him with his level of power and access just walk in and be like, well, we beyond kneeling now. Like we we beyond but, but all you know, that garbage kind of you, that's you know, un, but that's unfair, like, man, because that that's out of context. Like he I don't he doesn't. He doesn't need. He doesn't need fairness. He is Damn. a billionaire. Damn. He doesn't need. He doesn't need fairness. He is a billionaire. This, okay. This, he can make. We turn our own so fast. Right. But but it's not turning on anybody. You don't just get to get away with anything just because you Jay Z. Like like I didn't like. Say I that. mean, listen. 
I mean, you are kind of saying like the brother can commit murder and you I didn't be say, like the Trump That's not what I said. That's not what I said, though. And, and that's not what I said. And what I'm saying is you taking a clip out of something that was said when there was a full question where he gave Jay, where he gave Kaepernick a ton of props and that stuff. All I'm saying is if anybody, if anybody deserved for us to just say, let me just wait for 10 seconds and actually see where this brother is going. It ain't the brother that put that put it all out there. And over the last few years, that's all I'm saying. Like, like. We just turn on our own so quick, and then let, what? Is, what is, put it like this: Who's your favorite rapper, and what has he done for black people no. lately? That's I, no. I'm just curious. No. I'm no, I'm no. curious. What? Who is your favorite rapper, and what has he done for black people lately? What has he done in the last 24 months, or she? What has he or she, your favorite rapper, done in the last 24 months for black people? And let's put it next um, to Hove. Okay, Clifford Tip Harris does a lot for the community. Yeah, let's put it next to what Hove has done. And yeah, guess what? And guess a- what? And him and Jay Z are really good friends. And I wouldn't be surprised if I saw if I saw Tip involved with this work. So I'm just saying, like, let's who? And I'm I was asking Chris. I'm asking Chris specifically. Who is your favorite rapper or musician or whoever you turn to or you listen to in a car gets you hyped? And what have they done for Black people in the last 24 months? Well, if it's my favorite musician, that's that's Al Green. Okay, and I don't know. What, I don't know what Al Green has done in the last <laughs> the last twenty five months for black people, except I'm for have so a catalog that is the best R and B catalog in all of history, right? So, uh, so if you want to do that, right? Uh, and, you know, and if you want to like restrict it to hip hop, like obviously this is not going to be a good answer, right? Like, like Ice Cube is is probably my favorite going back a long oh, time. Absolutely. So it's Chuck D. So, you know, and he's in, he's in Prophets of Rage right now. I don't know what Prophets of Rage are doing specifically for black people. I know they're doing a lot of benefits. A lot of their shows are, are benefits for issues, right? Because half of the band is is public enemy. Half of the band is uh, uh, Rage Against the Machine. So it's all social, socially conscious, you know, behavior. But some of the other stuff that I have to turn off when the kids are in the car, as I told you before, I don't know what they're doing for the black community. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's entertainment to me. I, the reason I have to turn it off when the kids are in the car is because they're teaching things that are contrary to what I'm teaching the kids. It's entertainment to me. It's actually learning for kids. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing about Jay-Z, just bottom line, Jay-Z always told you straight up that he's a capitalist. Like it's, it's it's in all his music. Oh, I got you, right? brother. I got you. Here you go. I'm a businessman. I'm a businessman. I, I don't hate him for that. Right? Right? Go to the black Republican, right? I mean, like, listen, he he's he's not trying to tell you. I mean, that's that should be Ray's anthem right there, right? Like, like Ankrum should be like like really digging that too. And because I'm not a socialist, I don't hate him for it. I'm just saying this is kind of a dick move. That that's all I'm saying. Him becoming a billionaire isn't. Him having a lot of albums I don't want my kids like listening to, I think it's adult music, isn't the problem. This particular situation, like getting in the middle of this and letting the NFL off the hook in kind of a dramatic way because it might give him an interest, a financial interest, I think is a dick move. And I think right. Jamel and everybody else who called him out for it are right. Well, right. and I think, I mean, did y'all read what Jamel wrote? Did you read the whole article? Yeah, yeah. I read it. Yeah, I mean, I think that she made some good, like, Points in there, you know what I'm saying. I actually, I actually like her article, and the part that I was looking at that I think a lot of people are not, you know, um, that I think a lot of people aren't really like taking in consideration is it's a it's almost at the bottom. I'm gonna just read the excerpt. I don't question Jay Z's commitment to social justice or his desire to empower black 
African-Americans. He has consistently used his platform to have critical conversations and bring awareness to the inequalities and injustices that black people regularly face. Jay-Z brilliantly put into perspective how the war on drugs disproportionately hurts blacks and Latinos. He executive produced a riveting six-part documentary series on the slain teen Trayvon Martin that aired on BET last summer. He also produced a miniseries on Khalif Browder, who was falsely imprisoned at a New York Rikers Island for three years, starting when he was 16 years old for allegedly stealing a backpack. Browder died from a suicide a year after he was released. Jay-Z's foundation has funded countless initiatives related to education and professional development. He has also donated millions to so, to so many causes that he is one of the most important humanitarians in the world. See, nobody says that part, yo. Like, nobody, like, when they bring it up to Jamel here article, like, nobody brings that piece in there. Keep reading. Okay, I don't believe Jay Z is a sellout. All right, cool. Because his track record record, uh, his track record proves otherwise. But it does seem like he's being used as cover, or at best a buffer. The league can point to his partnership with Jay Z whenever anyone brings up the fact that several of his owners are Trump supporters. As Kaepernick's best friend, the Carolina Panther safety Eric Reed pointed out on Twitter, the announcement of this partnership helped move the news cycle past last week's controversy involving the Miami Dolphins owner Stephen Ross. So, I mean, look, I mean, like I said, I think that she actually wrote a great article. I think it was balanced. I think it had her opinion in it. And like I said, I think that she, you know what I'm saying? I think that that's the article that she needed to write. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not saying that he's not culpable or that this isn't something that's eventually selling out black people. What I am saying, let me be very clear. Hear me. Hear my words when I am saying this, right? <laughs> Hear me is that I'm saying if anybody earned at least 10 minutes for us to reserve some judgment, do some actual research and ask some questions, I think it is Jay-Z. And I and I I I push anybody on this on this podcast episode right now to point to three other people that deserve that pause even more so than him. That is a hip hop that is in that is in the music business. That's all I ask. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is how quick we erase somebody when if I put anybody, what anybody has done for black folks, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't done half as much as what he's done for black people. This is like, this is pretty dramatic. That's all I'm saying. First of all, ain't nobody erased Jay-Z. Ain't ain't nobody canceled Jay-Z. Jay-Z's a billionaire. Jay-Z's a billionaire, but he's not crying. He's okay. He's okay. Just don't worry. Don't worry. You don't don't, don't think that bothers him? You don't think that bothers him on a visceral level? (laughs) Listen, listen. Listen, I want want anybody listening. I want anybody listening to feel okay. Like tomorrow, Jay-Z's still going to be rich. He's still going to have money. Oh, my God. He's still going to wake up and have servants and households and and, and all this. So he's going to be all right. He's gonna be all right. Let's not let's not talk about cancel. He's still gonna put out albums. He's still gonna have a, you know all kinds of deals. He's still gonna be okay, and, and people, right? And, people and, like and no Trump. one's trying to erase the shit he did for the last year. There are some things you can do. I don't care what you've done last year that require people to say no. That's actually a dumb move. That's wrong. I don't care what you did last year. I don't care what you did last week. You, you, there are some things that make you Solange in an elevator mad about what you just did. Right? Uh, you had that. I right? know what that reference is. He, he had that in the text. Right? right? So this is, this is, this and we can't actually, see you, Chris. You kind of out your picture. No, no. These are, these are one of those, these are one of those, this is one of those situations where I can love all his music, love all his albums. This, this takes nothing away from his artistry or his philanthropy or Kim, Kim Kardashian's philanthropy who got people out oh of jail God. too and has done. Did done you just put them in the same, you put them in the same breath? In the same I, because, breath? You know, Come because on, you make Because you're making the same kind of argument. I'm he, not. He, 
he should get off the hook for doing something really dumb. Did I say off which the we hook? Should, like, we should just be simple about this, not, not complicated. We should just be simple. There is a major protest against a very racist league right now for good reason. But the, but, reason the, but the protest, but is there still a protest? Colin Kaepernick took the money. So did Colin Kaepernick sell out when he took that money? I'm just yes, curious. Is Eric Reed selling out because he's still playing? No. L- listen, Eric I'm Reed asking. is telling you right now, like he's telling you I'm a field niggas with what Eric Reed is telling you. He's telling you that they didn't pull this this dude over our head on top of us who are in this league fighting right now, who actually work here. We are actually the workers in this damn thing. And they didn't pull this dude in at a high level to say, tell them niggas that like they just need to shut up. We be on protest. We're gonna make some money. That's what this is. That's what that's what's happening right now. Let me jump in real quick. So although although I shout Cap out for for his activism, I do think that he sold out in terms of taking that settlement. And the he reason sold why I out? that way, the reason the, the reason why I felt that way is because for two years or ever since he wasn't the starting quarterback for San Francisco, I did not watch football. Like I was one of those people to where I was like, Yo, I'm really dead ass with Cap. I'm not. I'm not watching football. I made that a part of my life. So when he, when he took that bread, when he took that settlement, it hurt my heart, man. Because I'm like, yo, damn. What else do? Why? Why do we still need to protest? What are we protesting? I'm still with Cap. Hashtag. I'm still with Cap. I watched the. I watched my first NFL. Uh, game. It was a preseason game last week. Um, had some tickets uh, generously donated to hey, hey, Ray, check this out. To the center. So they had some tickets. So I took I took the, the uh, some of the high school and college kids who worked at the uh, Freedom School this summer. So we, we went there to the uh, to the game. But I'm, I'm still with Cap. And so, yeah, I do think the protest still continues. And again, it's not just it's not just the NFL. It's about overall, like what's happening um, to our people was the state sanctioned violence that occurs and not just the police gunning down this state sanctioned violence, you know, surrounding whether, you know, it's through employment, whether it's health care, it's all of it. Um, and so for people to just, you know, get that angry because people are standing up and, you know, talking about they're pro-American, like that's, you know, that's the kind of stuff that I think is uh, just problematic. And I'm also one of those people that think that there are a lot of different ways to to resist. You know, I'm I, and I'm I understand it as, you know, Cole, it's a lot of nuance to that. Right. Um, and sometimes it's not. And I just you know, I just don't know if the NFL is uh, who benefits the most from this. Right. And it, it, I think, you know, I think well, we don't know yet. Like the, and we don't well, know I, yet. I, well, if we look at history, we do know a little bit, right? Because if they can show, like, you know what? I don't know why y'all mad. This black person is all right with us, right? That's a that's a common theme in white supremacy. That's it. That's it. That's it right there. It's like it's the perfect veil. It's the perfect veil. Like, listen, if this would have been a different situation where Goodall and, and Jay-Z would have came out together basically saying, This is how we're about to address the owners, the team owners who have done really nasty things to black athletes that have spoken out uh, on behalf of Trump and others. This is what we're about to do to clean up the league. This would be a different conversation. Did you, did, did you right? listen to the full interview? I just want to know if you listen to the full, because that statement right there, did you listen to the full interview, Chris? Bruh, like, listen, this is I'm, what I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. you right now. 
I, I'm like most bothered by the Rock Nation part of this. I'm, but I'm the saying, money, did you listen to the full interview? That's no, all I want to no, know. No, I didn't. Okay. No, I didn't. But okay. I'm, but I'm bothered by the money part of this. Right? Like if Jay-Z was stepping in saying, I'm on some social justice stuff right now, I'm going to help the he league did. clean itself up. He did. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's why I'm asking you if you read the, if you listened to the whole article. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so the Rock Nation part of this is not even a part of it then, right? He's not going to make any money off of it. He, he's of not course gonna be he controlling is. The, he's of course he is. Entertainment and halftime and all that, right? What's the initiative? What's the initiative called? The initiative is the the no, media no. is is the is the entertainment and social justice wing of of the NFL stuff, right? And so he said he said the way black he talked about how black people was treated. He talked about this kneeling thing. He talked about being there. With, that's what I'm. All I'm saying. Listen, all of y'all might still be right. Sharif, you might be absolutely right. Maybe he will go out with some tap shoes and even put some 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 cork on his face with some red lips. I don't. I'm just saying. All I am saying. Is that before all of the damn chapters, before everybody becomes a think piece writer and all this stuff and Jamel Hill Jr. and everybody else, right? All I'm saying is if anybody has earned the opportunity to have people at least hear him out, it's him. That's all I said. After you hear him out, then kill him. But ain't nobody else said they heard the whole interview. Everybody talking about they neck and ain't heard shit. That's all I'm saying. That's it. I said, so, 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 so all the things, pieces, all the players who are having a reaction, Eric Reed and others who are having a reaction, conversation that, that Jay-Z and Cap had on the phone with each other to discuss this that left Cap pissed off because of the way that Jay-Z was talking about it. All that's all, all that's out the window. Because right? if anybody earned the right to just like get some benefit of the doubt, it's not the people who are actually suffering under the conditions right now. It's, it's Jay-Z, Yo, the billionaire who's about to make money off of the halftime show of NFL, uh, off the halftime Yo. show of the Super Bowl, right? I got, got one of the best damn deals that there is right now. It's a, it's a great deal. It's a great deal. Well, we don't know what the deal is. We don't know the deal. But go ahead, Ray. Ray trying to get in. There's no difference. There's no difference between me hugging the white lady in the last episode and Charles Capers. You sound hella. You sound stupid. You sound dumb as hell. You sound dumb. You that, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. You sound you sound stupid because I'm talking about a black man. Man, shut up, man. You sound dumb. You sound dumb, and you still ran up and hugged a white woman, and you chose a white woman over the black woman that had to, to answer the last question. None Yo, of that changed. I, I, I think it's it's job for you to hug that lady, but. Cole, <laughs> Cole, you big man right now. <laughs> well, I think I think actually, you know what? You you not talking about him hugging Goodall, but you mad at Ray for hugging the white woman in the last episode of this show. I am. Wow. I still I still uh, yeah, I'm wow. still upset with him hugging the yes in the black function. <laughs> I'm scared of him cape. I'm I'm upset with that he went and caped for the for the for, for the white woman in, but, but, in a way for the black but, people. But, but let's draw that parallel that Stuart just brought up. Is Jay Z so, hey, not man. hugging Goodall? He's hugging Goodall. That's exactly what they're doing. They did. They did a deal. Goodall's mad about the protest. He's upset. He's mad. He ain't mad. He big mad. And and so what? So what should be happening? Because because what should be happening? Wait, wait, wait. I want to make I want to make one last point. Okay. So one last point that I want to make is that your audience they always paint me out to be the aggressor, but you just saw Charles Doctor Charles Cole get really aggressive with me. That's true. This is true. <laughs> I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Business 
this is what should have happened, Cole. This is what should have happened because you asked what should have yes, happened. This happen? is what I should have I think Jay Z should have brought Colin and Eric and the whole and the 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 uh, team players union and all of them together in one thing, and then and not have Roger not have Roger a part of it and say, this is the thing that we have all brokered collectively. And we're all like, all ships going to rise at the same time, blah, blah, and not have Roger there. Right. But just, 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 you know, uplift all the caps work, uh, you know, uh, uplift everybody else and, and, and bring the, the, the players who are actually suffering underneath some stuff with their owners. <laughs> That's jacked up for me to say it that way. Their owners. Right. Um, and basically say, I've, I've brokered something new. It's a new day. It's going to be a different league right now. And not have Maybe. Roger there. Not have Did it be guys- a hugging moment, a moment where we be on these, these petty niggas protesting all that stuff, right? You know, none of that. Um, that's what I think should have happened. They should have formed a committee of some sort. Out together. And he could have done that with his, his, his level of power. He probably could have done that. Hey, did you, now did that you would have pissed that off too? all the white America. <laughs> that, that would have pissed off all the white America and a whole bunch of people who own season tickets would have dropped them. And then we could have got them at a discount. <laughs> oh my God. Go, Ray, Ray is trying to peek in and say something. Go go did ahead, you guys, Ray. Did you guys see that picture with, um, I, there's a picture floating around with uh, Roger Goodell, Jay-Z, and they have them on the bottom and then they have, um, Samuel L. Jackson and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio from uh, Django. Na 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 na. That's art. That's Jesus. that's like Picasso esque art. My goodness, it'd be <laughs> Charles is so mad right now. I'm, not, I'm good. I'm so chilling. mad right now. <laughs> Fine. He's so angry. Look at him. He's just hostile. Ray, I don't know if he's more hostile that you hugged a white woman though, or if he's he's more hostile. Oh, that's the worst. No, like, the white the white the white woman is the worst. I listen. I and, and I don't have a problem with white people. I just it's just in the setting in which Ray went and ran to hug a white woman, like when in, in a black tears. space, right, to make sure she didn't have tears. Like Republican Ray really showed himself. Um, but um, so I'm trying to. So here's what I'm trying to do that uh, that that you do behind the scenes, but you're not doing a very good job at now. I'm trying to get us funded, bro. And so we have to. Oh my god! What the hell, from man? The per- this is terrible. Look, look from the perspective. Of- <laughs> I, I'm just like, huh? What? Yeah. Like, this is. We gotta, we gotta be- I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Stop talking. So go go go. go. <laughs> Just I don't just just stop it, man. Uh, Sharif, uh, please bring some wisdom to this conversation, please, because I'm almost out of McAllen. I didn't drink half a bottle of McAllen Twelve on these split podcasts we've done today. Thank you, fellas. Don't know if my kidneys can take this podcast after this. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm just I'm just similar, like uh, to what Stuart said. I, I and again, we don't know what's behind this, and we're like so far removed from you know. Uh, all of this. Right. But what I can say is like what I read about Kaepernick's response was that he wasn't on the same page. Mm-hmm. And not that everybody who um, who wants to resist or jump into um, into the work has to do it exactly how Cap is doing it. I'm not saying that at all, because we know in the uh, in the fight for justice and 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 moving this bloodstained banner um, of our people, 
you know, there are a lot of different ways to do it. I, I just wish it, just with a whole lot of other things, if there can be some uh, just conversations, some strategy, some, you know, behind the scenes, like who we, and, and Cole, let's give you, let's give you and Jay-Z benefit of doubt. Um, <laughs> the article that I did read, you, you sounded like, uh, what's the lady named Cardi B? Cardi B is like, suppose Jay-Z about to hire Cap, you know? What I, mean? I mean, I'm so, saying, what if he does? Like, give him, give, you know what I mean? So, I mean, well, why what, hasn't what, already? what you mean? Why didn't he yes, he's not an owner yet. What are you talking about? You're not even making sense. No, this is no, what I'm saying. No, no, no. I, mean, I, him. I don't mean, I don't mean, listen, you drunk. I don't mean hire him as a <laughs> not drunk. I mean, hire him as part of Rock Nation to work his deal, fool. I'm just saying. Right? And ultimately, is that is that really the end game for Cap to play in the NFL again? Like, no, it's not. It. Hire, him at, hire him at Rock Nation as the ambassador I mean, of protest. Colin and Kaepernick activism. still wants to play in the NFL. Like, he's still gunning to play in the NFL. And, and, is and that going to happen, though? I, mean, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's I don't happen. know. I don't, I, at this point, I think it, would, it might even actually hurt more and it would help if he actually went and like, played, right? Like, because if, if he played and really was bad. Um, then, but, then it would be a problem. Yeah. Like, I, it'd be I, a problem for the movement. Yeah. I, I mean, no. I, I think I, I think it's better. It helps the movement. You know, at Rock Nation. And, but and he, make him the ambassador. But that might have happened, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, there, I don't know. This all I'm saying is this, right? It like, I am with you. In the conversation they I, had. I don't. We don't know what conversation they had, though. We just heard that it didn't go well. The, all this is well, all I'm saying. about it. All I'm saying is this, right? Like, again, let me be very clear because it's gonna be like you know, capitalist this and blah 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 that and all that stuff. All I'm saying, you all might be correct. He might be selling us up a river. All that good stuff. All I am saying. Is it if anybody, <laughs> if anybody, if they, like, if it's like, yo, well, let me at least hear what he's trying to do. He's earned that. Can I ask y'all a question? If this was Beyonce at the head of this deal, would this be the same reaction? Uh, yeah. Like, I'm not, no, no. I'm not part of, uh, nah, come on, that's not fair. That's not fair. How's that not fair? Beyonce don't have no albums out there talking about how bad she's been her whole life and how less, how she lacks integrity. She she hasn't she doesn't have what? a four four four. She don't. She's not. She's not him. She's not him. Don't don't try and drag her. Somebody in. sound like they in the Bay You better be careful, Cole. Somebody, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, and, and don't and don't you, you become one when you get married? And when you and when you become right I mean, cause Chris, you a Christian, right? Like, I mean, you know, we know you know what our book says, Chris. Like when you become married, you become what? When you become Wait. Chris, finish the scripture, Chris. Yo, you become one. You become one. You become one. I almost lost the I almost lost the baddest girl in the game. That's what you become. That's what you become. She didn't do that. She didn't do that. You obviously have not been watching her music because she she doesn't have that story. You know know how I know that because they did that together for one. He was on that album. He was on the Lemonade album. That's right. right. She was on four four four. All I'm saying is listen, man. Right. All I'm saying is that both of these folks have done a lot for black folks and have done they've done a lot for black folks. That's all I'm saying. Like I bet everything he's done for black folks he did because of her. What? You sound yeah. so I bet, oh I, bet it, I bet it was all That's her idea. Right, man. This is this dude. <laughs> so I, no agency, independent agency. Jeez, man. No. I think you know what? I think I think his philanthropy, I think his philanthropy is like the rock that Kobe gave his wife. Oh my goodness! So, um, with that being said, uh, can we get final thoughts? Because we are forty-seven minutes in, and uh, yeah, I just want to know what people think. Uh, Ray, can you just let us know your final thoughts, sir? 
He gonna say no. So, wh- wh- wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're good, bro. Reeve didn't say nothing, man. Just t- give us your final thoughts, Raymond, please. <laughs> you, you, you want smoke? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> my fi- my final thoughts are, um, man, I, I hope that uh, Cap gets everything that he that he wants from from this situation. I really think that this movement should be centered around him still. You guys spoke to the opportunities that may exist between uh, Rock Nation bringing Cap on. Let's speak that into existence, and um, I hope that happens. All right. Uh, Chris? All I care about is what we're teaching the kids about all these things. I, You know, I feel like in this podcast, I've beaten up Jay-Z, but I'm a Jay-Z fan. I'm obviously not a socialist. I don't care that he's a capitalist. <laughs> uh, I think that, like, all the things that he has taught over time is you can come from the very bottom and get to the very top and, and it's, it's all positive. I just don't think that that gives you license though, to do things that like, like lack consciousness, like this particular, what this particular move looks like. I take your wise counsel call that maybe there's a lot that we're not seeing in this, but the way that it looks from the outside is like he is giving the league cover. And it, it's it's your hated thing, the proverbial hug of the white goodall in this situation. That's what it looks like. And if it looks like that and Cap is acting like it's like that and Eric Reed and other players are acting like it's like that and Jamil think it's like that. Um, and, you know, it, I don't think he just automatically gets the benefit of the doubt when the whole world is looking at it saying this kind of stinks. Yeah, I got this you. is not the best lesson. Uh, bye bye. Yeah, I mean, and I hear, I hear you, Cole. I appreciate the things that uh, Jay Z has done as far as like Khalif Browder and and other like you know, um, his support of of Meek Mills and and other um, you know, this mass incarceration um thing. I I agree with with Stewart. I I just wonder, you know, like how Jamel said it. You know, like the NFL is is great at giving themselves cover. And, you know, if this is if this is being done, you know, then then we have to be just really conscious. We have to be critical about it, um, regardless of who the who the person is. If they're saying anybody who's saying that they're standing up for the people, the people have the right to to look at it critically. And, you know, we can't be criticized for that because we're looking at things at at things critically. Um, mm-hmm. so that's, you know, that's my stance on it, you know, and, and there's, I think there's a, a ton of things to continue to learn about it. And at the end of the day, hashtag, I'm still with cap. Mm-hmm. Got you. Uh, I think my final thought is, um, my thing is, I think y'all could be absolutely right. He could potentially be selling out everybody. He could potentially be dancing for the white man. He could potentially be selling us up the river. Right. My thing that I was saying was if anybody deserved for me to take a step back and look at the full game plan based off of somebody's history, based off of like somebody who has actually helped turn this hip hop thing into something that like he is one of the first that is like actually active and thriving at this late age in hip hop. And what it is, what is not only what is meant to me personally, but also what is meant to the community. I think that I would give him and his wife the benefit of the doubt. Um, But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Like, I hear everything that y'all are saying. Like, I am not saying that this is the right deal. I am not saying that this is going to, like, this is the right play. All I'm saying is I'm not jumping on him just yet because I want to see what happens, right? And so 
you know, it's just tough for me because if this is what we do to folks that have put on for black people hard and, and actually put their money where their mouth is and like, you know, lost things in the process, my challenge to other rappers or my challenge to other people that's out there on Twitter, on Facebook, on wherever that have not stepped up themselves. Like most of the people that's tweeting stuff, sneak and watch football every single week or the people it's, 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 a, it's easy to boycott the NFL when you wasn't a football fan to agree to, to begin with. Right. So all I'm saying is I will look at this more as a call to action my mouth isn't running because I haven't done nearly as much as I can for my community and I'm trying to do more. Um, but that's just my thing, man. It's a lot of people that haven't done anything pointing fingers at somebody who's done a lot. And I just have a, I just, it's just, that's just a problem for me. And we can do that in this culture. Like we live in a culture where you ain't got to show receipts. You just get to say shit. And people, people retweet you, you know what I'm saying? So I have a ton of respect for Jamel Hill. She's one of my favorite like writers. Um, I understand where Eric Reed is coming from. Like, and if Cap is upset, like that's some shit that all of them need to kind of talk about and work out or whatever the case is. And they might be right. And I might be on that train, right? If some bullshit come out next week when I got more information then I'm right there with you. All I'm saying is folks jumped on this without reading an article, without listening to the full interview. And like, like Jay-Z says, do you fools just skim? Do you listen to the whole thing or do you just skim through it? Like, and I think that as a society, we do a lot of skimming. This has been another episode of the eight black hands podcast. Uh, I like to thank the crew. I like to thank McAllen Scotch because, uh, it got me through a lot in these two episodes. <laughs> and, um, you can go ahead and give us that uh, <laughs> that sponsorship but you all have been great and this is a blessing to be able to do this uh, we will see you on the other side wait 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 like I said we're not done yet welcome and enjoy part two yo welcome back to part two of this episode I'm here it's only four of the hands on this part of the episode, but I'm here with my man, Ray. Yo, Ray, tell the people how you doing, man. I'm doing well, bro. Thanks for asking. How are you doing? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing super well, bro. I, uh, so just to follow up on a conversation. So we had this really extensive, uh, really dope and contentious conversation about Jay-Z that you just listened to in the first half. Um, and we wanted to come back and revisit and tie in education because we are education people and we are, uh, you know, we have some varying opinions and stuff. So, Ray, I just wanted to get your thoughts. So basically from an educational standpoint, right? Like even though me and you might disagree on this Jay-Z piece, how can we incorporate, you know, the minds of black kids uh, and just education overall with everything that we're seeing? Bro, so I mean, like the, the number one thing for me in terms of reflecting on this whole piece, uh, see, seeing and hearing different opinions is to kind of build our kids and frame our kids to be owners instead of being players. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, one of the things that I, I look at is when I talk to young black kids and I'm like, hey, what do you want to be in life? And they're like, ah, I want to play in the NFL or I want to play in the NBA or I want to, you know, and never do we hear or never have I ever heard, maybe once. Uh, a kid say, hey, I want to own an NFL team or I want to own an NBA team. So, you know, kind of getting uh, our kids out of the mindset of being players and, you know, 
thinking about being owner. I agree, actually. Um, and I know, like I said, we we disagreed on how we felt Jay-Z uh, operated in this process or whatever the case is. Like, I'm again, I'm not fully mad at him or not yet because I need I want some more details. But I agree. I think that we actually need to bring back an updated version of Home Act. And in that version, we are teaching young people about wealth. We're teaching them about taxes. We're teaching them about entrepreneurship. Like we are teaching them the things that will help them get to where they need to be in life, right? So as much energy as we put into American history, I think we should put that energy into making sure that our kids are self-sufficient, right? Because we talk about this all the time. This is becoming kind of the, the, the drum that I beat to you know, daily now is that we are on our own. And with, let's say our kids do everything they're supposed to do in K-12 and go to college or whatever, you can still do well in all those places and leave not knowing how to manage money, how to think like a business person, how to set you and your family up, not just your generation, but generations down the line, right? Like I think the best thing that came out of this, in my opinion, is that there's been rigorous conversation around amongst black folks around this topic. Now, I don't know if I agree with a lot of that conversation or, you know, the vitriol. I just don't I don't agree with the vitriol that's attached to it. Right. I think it can actually be a teachable moment. But um, but I, I think that that's something that kind of has to come from it is the type of education we are providing um, for our young people. So you run a school, brother, and I wanted to um, you have some big news that kind of came up. So not to veer off this topic, because I think it's all connected. But I got to celebrate sure. my brother. I give you shit a lot. So <laughs> when I also have a chance to lift you up, man, like, you know, I need you to talk your shit right now, man. Like, you you, you know what I'm saying? You, you, run a, you run a set of schools. Like, what happened for you this week? Man, so New York State test scores came out this week. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a nervous time for, for uh, school leaders, superintendents, and, and the like uh, from around August 1st to whenever the, the test scores are released. And, um, you know, backstory is that when I took over my school in 2012 and 13, uh, proficiency levels for my third graders were 9% in math and uh, I think 11% in ELA. Uh, coming into this year, we're like 73% in math and 80-plus percent in ELA. And then, you know, in terms of like how you gauge your K to eight, you you want to look at how the eighth graders are doing. So if the eighth graders are doing amazing, then you're doing a really good job. So uh, in math, our eighth graders were about 87% proficient and uh, in math. And then, in, no, I'm sorry, in ELA. And then in math, they were like, 70% proficient. In okay. That. All right, man. So, and just for the folks that don't know, real quick, uh, you know, because you're talking to a bunch of folks that don't work in education, right? Uh, so, um, so we know what they know what math is. Explain to them what ELA is and what those scores are and kind of how that works. Sure. So, ELA is English Language Arts. And so, uh, basically, all charter schools in New York State, they are compared to the district schools, right? Mm -hmm. So like my sending district is called Riverhead Central School District. My school, Riverhead Charter School. So the proficiency level uh, overall in the Riverhead Central School District is, I think that there were 22, or like a low 20% in like math and ELA. So then you have one school, the charter school, that's uh, high to mid 60s in proficiency overall. And then you got the district school that 20 some odd percent. It's like, where are you sending your kids? Mm -hmm. You know? 
and the funny story behind that is that um, maybe like last summer I went to go and talk to the superintendent because I'm like, man, you know, we are two uh, persons of color and, you know, we need to be working together and not work apart in terms of like building a relationship between the district and the charter school. And the first word that came out of this lady's mouth was, you know, you're the competition, right? Damn. And so my goal from there was to put it, just make, just put like the finishing touches on the fact that we will never be competitors because my school will always outdo the district school. Wow. And I mean, you know, and I'm a person, like I said, I've only worked in uh, traditional public schools. I, you know, I got an affinity for them. I got a love-hate relationship with them because uh, I think that they've been failing us a lot. But instead of just throwing rocks from the outside, I joined that system and tried to change things and saw some stuff, man. I just think that that's a poor way for anybody to kind of address things, right? Like, you know, I'm sure y'all have had kids that have been in both the traditional system and the charter system. I just, you know, I just like when this stuff focuses on kids, man. But for you, you know, I want to give you kudos to that, brother. Um, and the reason, and the reason why, man, and, and you know, and I mean, as I look at it, right, 70% math proficiency, like, I mean, it's still, there's always going to be some room for growth. But had you had 9 and 11% or under 20% or whatever the case is, folks would be coming for your neck. Um, so Absolutely. now that they can't attack your scores, right, now they're going to probably say, oh, well, you cherry-picked your kids, or you did this, or you did that. So <laughs> tell me tell me the percentage of rich kids you got in your district. I have zero rich kids in my district. What, 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 so what? Uh, give, give people what, what? What schools are you uh, over? Are you over? I know you over some charter schools. So, are you elementary, so, middle school, high school? What yeah, do you got? So, so, so it's, it's one charter, but it's broken up into into three schools. So like we have a K to five, and then we have a six to eight, which is the middle school. So I have a, a, a elementary school principal, and I have a middle school principal, and then next year we're opening ninth grade for our high school. So we'll be starting a high school next year. So it's three schools under one charter. Okay. Uh, but so that, oh, so I think I just heard you say that you was bringing energy converters to your school, <laughs> your ninth graders next year. That's what's up, man. Yo. You know what I'm saying? I'm so happy to be doing business with you, brother. You know what I'm saying? We're going get, to get this report out for them. Uh, but go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. I'm just saying what I heard. <laughs> the state, you know, the state has already uh, been in contact about schools in different areas in terms of us um kind of opening up other schools on Long Island under the Riverhead Charter School umbrella. So that's something for us to think about as well. So things are, are looking real good out in Riverhead on Long Island. So. All right. Well, you know, one of the things, you know, to quote the the great the great words of the great uh, Sean Jay-Z Carter. I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. How are you getting your kids ready when they leave your school to be able to be economically like on the path to economic like self-sufficiency, right? Like what do, we got to start doing some different things to make sure our kids are just, are not just leaving with, you know, book smarts about Christopher Columbus and, and, and the lies that's told about him throughout history. Right. But like, like what, how do we interrupt this system, Ray, you as a school leader to where, you know, our kids are thinking in much more of a creative way with a, with a fiscal mindset and a, and a mindset towards social justice. Right. So I think that's extremely important. And so one of the main focuses for me, uh, to be honest, is that I want my kids leaving, uh, being able to read, bro. Because like you hear about so many kids that are graduating from high school and they can't read. Right. And so if you can't read, then you can't make good business, good sound business decisions and stuff. But then also, you know, we're incorporating a program to where our 14-year-olds are going to start 
program. So they're going to start working early mm-hmm. uh, and getting jobs. And so uh, our social workers are doing a really good job with getting them their work papers and or their work permits and when I order for them to start like living that life. Mm-hmm. My son, uh, who doesn't have to work, privileged kid, um, just actually got a job at McDonald's, bro. I'm like super proud of him. <laughs> oh, that's what's up. I'm going to tell you this, fam. I've had a lot of jobs. Uh, McDonald's is still to this day the hardest job I've ever worked, brother. The, 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 clown, <laughs> the clown does not play, fam. You got to keep moving. The clown is, they are the number one chain for a reason. Uh, they don't care about your feelings. They don't care about your life. <laughs> like, Ronald yeah. McDonald don't care what you got going on, brother. You going to work or you going to be gone. I saw people get fired left and right at, at McDonald's. <laughs> so, so wait, wait, wait! You was Calvin too? <laughs> oh my goodness, fam! I was definitely Calvin. That's the thing. Let me tell you the scandalous part. Like they wouldn't let me be up front. Like they wouldn't let the dudes be up front. It was only like you had to be like, uh, like a, a pretty lady to like be on the register. The rest of y'all getting up back, <laughs> getting up back and make these burgers, fam. Like you know what I'm saying? Are you sitting down? No, no. Uh, wow. You know, Ronald McDonald came through with an iron fist. Um, wow. but, but man, I'm really proud of you, man. I'm really happy for you. And you know, this uh, th- this peace pipe that we have, and you know, before we give each other more smoke next week, I think. Uh, <laughs> but I really do want to say that I'm like, I, I, you know, I'm proud of you. I know it's hard work, and I know that there's just a lot of. Uh, Slack that one has to deal with Also some things for folks to look out for As we continue this conversation Um, We had a very spirited conversation A few weeks ago If you are listening to this now It was probably last week Around the the incident Is what I'm calling it now (laughs) (laughs) The incident And uh, and in this incident With the, uh, the white teacher who asked a crazy question. Go listen to the last episode. We're not about to rehash it. But um, our brother, our compatriot, wrote an article. And I had some thoughts about the article because I still got some thoughts about the incident. And then uh, <laughs> and then Ray and Sharif have written uh, responses as well. And so, you know, one thing about the A Black Hands is we don't, we don't have a company line that we told. Like, we all got our own thoughts. I have not written anything yet. I may, I may not. I just... Uh, I was sitting down to write something about it, Ray, and I just thought about all this attention that this white lady is getting, and uh, and I just wanted to write about some black folks, so I wrote. Yeah, uh, and so you so you wrote you wrote some real heat about what's going on in in, in, uh, in black America right now with these uh, chicken wars, yeah. these chicken sandwich wars, yeah. Talk to me about man, what did you, what you decide to come so, up with? So I mean, in, in keeping with this whole Jay Z thing, right? Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a lot of this is the thing that's funny to me, right? Everybody had heat for Jay Z and making a business move, right? And caught him all kind of coons and craziness, and we just made Popeyes and Chick Fil A so much money, and it's all black people. Like it is, it is the power of black people. It's the power of black Twitter, black social media, right? And so what I was saying was, look, man, I'm not a super woke dude. I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a role model and I'm not a woke guy. Like I want to be very clear. Like I love both them sandwiches. That chick, listen, the sandwich from Chick-fil-A I've always loved. And this Popeye's chicken sandwich was really good too. But what I was saying was we put on so much like People putting up memes like the people that own Popeyes is black. They ain't black. Like it's some white <laughs> folks that own both. The old CEO yeah. of Popeyes is white lady, and she made three million dollars a year before she sold to international uh, food restaurant foods or whatever. 
And um, and the guy who owns Chick-fil-A is worth six billy, like a cold six billy, and they both white folks. And I ain't mad at them, right? You know what I'm saying? I think it's a, a savvy move to put the black woman actress as the head of the Popeyes thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> while, while we generating all them dollars. So the my thing behind the sandwich. Yeah, yeah, man. So I wanted I wanted us to have, you know, I wanted Mother Williams. Every black church got a Mother Williams, and I want them to have this mentality. I'm not a businessman, I'm a businessman. I wanted them to have it. I'm going to say it twice, right? I wanted them to think about it. And I said, I want every Mother Williams to go out and start making some chicken sandwiches in their crib with them hands that have seen the times, baby, with the yes. veins popping yes. out of them hands. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and 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 they, they hands is now like my grandmother, like immune to popping. It's immune to like when the grease pops or whatever, right? And I want them to make some sandwiches <laughs> and I want them to sell them joints for $10 with a bottle of water. And I want y'all to be as hyped about your neighborhood, Mama Williams, making these sandwiches, right? Because, you know, this goes back to that Jay-Z stuff, right? Until we own this stuff, until we own in our own, until we are, like, really getting in there and supporting our own people. I put up my own money for it. I'm sending $50 to somebody. It ain't a lot. I'm going to probably send, like, to three different black women that I know can cook and just be like, look. This shit just gets you started. You should be able to turn this 50 and flip that into like 200 or 250 or something. And then maybe we got something. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's a whole bunch of people that last year was all these, that was last week, all these social justice warriors and carrying on about what Jay-Z should have did or shouldn't have did or whatever the case is. And then, you you know what I'm saying? You're doing a jig online. You feel me? For like... Popeyes, <laughs> and I'm not mad at you. And this is the thing: I'm not mad at you, and I'm not judging you because I, I, you know, I, I was understanding line. I went early when they opened, but like, you know, <laughs> but here, but there's real opportunities for us to do something in our own communities as opposed to like that level of hate that we be spewing, man. Like we, there's a way that we can kind of do this in love. And so that was the piece that I wrote. That's where it was on my heart to write. And then there's some other stuff that's coming out. Uh, another product from one of the eight black hands. But I, before I go into that, brother, I, I, I shoot you the mic back over. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm super proud of you, man. Whenever you write and whenever we are all writing, then like our message is like transcending so much better. Um, so I'm glad that we are all writing. But you had some other heat that you dropped on Amazon, bro. What did you drop on Amazon, so, man? So again, bro, <laughs> tying this whole stuff back, man. Look, y'all gotta understand, right? Like Jay Z is in my top three. Like I'm a big Jay Z fan. And again, if if Jay Z turns out to be on some whack stuff, I will call him out. All I, all I said in this first hour of this show, which we actually this is days apart. I'm giving you secrets behind the curtain. <laughs> this is not all in the same day. You know what I'm saying? But, but you know, all I said was if anybody deserved for me to stop and wait and look at facts, it's him. But so I finished my dissertation and a lot of people have been asking for my dissertation. Right. So I'm like, OK, cool. And I'll send them the PDF. But there are some folks that went to ProQuest to like look it up and to download it. So one ProQuest is charging them just to read it. It cost them bread just to read it, like 15 to $20, right? And then wow. if you want a copy, you can get a paperback six by nine copy for like 30 some dollars all the way up to a hardcover, uh, beautiful black copy for $60. And I don't see not a penny of that. Like, I don't see one dime. <laughs> and I already owe... <laughs> Academia over a hundred grand. Like I already owe you this bread. You didn't edit a damn thing. You still got my typos in there. Like 
And y'all are selling this stuff at a crazy, crazy price. So I ordered all three sizes. And the black, the, the most expensive one actually looks nice. So I bought a few of those for my family, right? But then the paperback versions, bro, I could have did that at Kinko's for $5. Like, and I'm just like, check this out. If anybody, I wrote this thing for black families. I wrote my dissertation. Yeah. I fought with the academy to make sure I could write something that was accessible to community. So I'm taking it typos and all. I ain't changing nothing. I'm changing a few chapter titles just to make it flow better, but I ain't changing a damn thing. I'm putting it on Amazon tonight or tomorrow for like $9.99 or whatever they let me do it at. And uh, y'all can just go through me because that's crazy. Oh, so what did you What did you title it, bro? I titled it the same shit I titled it when I was uh, when I turned it in. Beyond grit and resilience, that's what it's titled. You okay. know what I'm saying? It is. It is called here. I will give you the full title because you know it's a dissertation. So that means it got long ass titles. Uh, they make us do, <laughs> they make us do these long ass titles. So it's beyond grit and resilience. And the subtitle is how black men impacted by the crack epidemic succeed against the odds and obtain doctoral degrees. And in uh, honor of Nas, um, it's a baby picture of me on the front and it is self-published by Ozetta's grandbaby which is me like I'm not giving these white folks my money man like I'm so like no you got you you crazy and here's what I would also do for you when you finish your dissertation because you're gonna finish that can you say a date that you expect to be finished on the air so everybody can hold you accountable October 2020 2020. All right. So I got you, bro. <laughs> Listen, I'll come. I'll come to New York and like. I don't, work need, with you. I don't need you to do that. I don't need you to do I'll that. I'll do it for you, brother. I mean, I'm going I'm to give you shit when I come, but I got you. So y'all heard that. He should be done. He should be Dr. Ankrum, uh, October 2020. Uh, and let me know when you defend. I, 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 I can come. I'll come to your defense if you want. So. I appreciate that. But what I implore you to do is I implore you to do the same thing. Like, go to Create Space. You know what I'm saying? Which is in partnership with uh, with Amazon. It's one of their products. Do put it in their template and turn that shit into paperbacks and to ebooks, man. And yeah. like, like, why is the academy still making money off of us when the academy don't the academy don't even love us? So like, I no. just want us to think more like owners, man. I want us to think more like owners and how we invest in each other. And so the same way I'm putting fifty dollars in three black women's hands, like I'm sure it might be somebody that returns that love and buys ten or twenty copies of it or whatever. And when we go do these shows, I'm gonna just have copies on hand and sign them and, and, and sell them or give them out or whatever the case is, man. But hey, man, don't don't buy my stuff from ProQuest. You tripping. <laughs> so I, I know, love it. Yeah, you tripping, man. It. So yeah, I, I you know, I want you I want you to get some rest, brother. Uh you I know you got a big week, man. So you wanna close us out on this Jay Z thing or your school thing or whatever, man? Man, so we'll close it out on Jay Z, man. Um it's a capitalistic society, man. I, I wish it would have been I wish it would have been a group of people with him and then he would have probably took less smoke. For uh, for it just being him, but you know, as you have on on the pad on the board, man, he's a businessman, not a businessman. <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm saying? So I, you got to commend that. You got to commend that man for everything that he's doing. You know, so you know, shout out to him. Yeah, man. And again, on this Jay Z thing, my only question was. Who is allowed to make money off the NFL, right? Especially if there was a settlement, right? And I'm good. If we still, if the boycott still happening, let me know. Because I don't think most of the people I saw having stuff to say, I saw like Bro, they're not, posting tweets. I saw they're I'm posting tweets about the NFL, right? So, you know what I'm saying? Nah, like who was able to? 
So if so if two Eric Reed can make so if Eric Reed can make if Eric Reed can make bread and Colin Kaepernick can make bread and everybody else can make bread and this is not me trying to split us up and divide man if 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 Kaepernick actually came out and said look this is where I'm trying to move to and what I want folks to do I listen to that too but it's hard when you don't hear anybody saying anything and everybody's talking for him so on this Jay Z thing man like you know I think that it's a tough sticky spot I think that he is a uh, you know, I think he probably is having some feelings about it, but I think, you know, he, he said the whole industry can hate me. I thug my way through, so he'll be okay. Um, but as far as how we wrap this into education, right? Like, how are we raising little black entrepreneurs? How are we raising folks? Because again, I live in Oakland, fam, and like, and there's some big moves that I'm not ready to announce yet, but that that I'm trying to make that not just next sets show, me next up. Show, baby. Next show. <laughs> we'll see, man, but doesn't just set me up, but sets my family up, right? And like really thinking a few generations ahead, you live in New York. Like we don't live in the South like that, right? So like the cities that we live in, we not preparing our kids to be able to live there, not comfortably anyway, right. you know what I'm saying? So right. I would implore education leaders, again, there's a difference between education and schooling, right? Like if we need to master schooling and we can't expect to get this out of our schooling, then that's fine. But with me, you're a community resource, right? This podcast is a community resource. The people that's thumping and doing all this stuff on Twitter and, 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 and Facebook and social media, like how are you giving your resources and pooling them to make sure we educating a generation of people so they don't have to be dependent on the system that don't love them, man. So, you know, to end this out, man, you know, we're going to end it out with Jay-Z, uh, you know. My business, and with that... Uh, we got a few more live shows coming up. Those are really, really big blessings. If you want to see the Eight Black Hands in your city, just reach out to us. You can DM us on uh, Twitter at Eight Black Hands One. Uh, there's a bunch of ways you can get in contact with us. You can hit any of the four of us up on our Facebook pages or email or whatever the case is, and we will try to figure it out. Uh, this has been an extreme blessing. You have been listening to the Eight Black Hands podcast, and we will see you next time. Peace.